Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. With producer Sana Marie, each week I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. This is Keir Thomas with Western Tennessee A&M. I am hanging with... The one and only Ina Esco with Verbally Effective Podcast, one of the best podcasts in the country. Stan Bell serving you well, pushing more power than a Duracell. I'm hanging out with the double E, Ina Esco, on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Greetings, greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I am your host with the most, Ina Esco. Thank you guys for tuning in yet again. And check it out. This is what I need you to do. I need you to go to the website to pick up some merch. It's really chilly outside, right? You need your hoodies. You need your long sleeve tees. You need your Henry mask. I need you to head to ivymultimediashop.com right now and pick up that Ivy Multimedia merch. Also, download, subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and subscribe to the Ina Esco YouTube channel. I want to introduce my amazing guest. She's awesome. She's talented. She's everything. She's an award-winning journalist. She's actually worked at all of the major networks here in the city of Memphis. And she currently has a new gig I want her to share with you. I am talking about the one, the only, Amy Sparopoulos. How Hi. are you, beautiful? I'm doing great. And you just pronounced my name so beautifully. I did it good. You did it great. Yes. yes. That doesn't yes. happen very often, but you you did yes. it fabulous. Awesome. I was going to ask you. You didn't you, even skip a beat, girl. I did it good. I did, you did it, it good. You did it great. So has people, have people always like, you looking at them crazy when they mispronounce your name, like, there they go? It's, yes. Well, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's funny because when I came to Memphis, I was Amy Spears. And oh. everybody thought that I was related to Brittany. And I was like, you know, an old journalist professor taught me that any kind of publicity is publicity. Okay. So I just kind of went with it. And then when I got married um, to my husband, everybody said, you must have just shortened it to Spears because you <laughs> knew we couldn't say blah, 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 blah. Sparopolis. Right. So, yeah. But no, I did not. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So, Amy, let's start at the beginning. Where yes. are you originally from? I'm from Pelham, Alabama. And um, so grew up in uh, Birmingham, Pelham, um, and uh, graduated from University of Alabama. My dad was getting his master's, okay. so I'm not a bandwagon fan. I had no choice. <laughs> Um, But to go to Alabama, so um, went to school there and knew I wanted to be in communications 
I mean, really, since I was like two. Really? How did you know so soon? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I think I grew up in a household where it was like a tradition on Saturday night and Sunday. We always watched the news. My mm-hmm. whole family gathered around the TV and watched 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom says that I was one of those kids in the class that raised my hand from grade one, even when I didn't know the answer. I just wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So when I started watching, the news, um, I, I just kind of, I don't know, I just gravitated towards it. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. And I never strayed from that. So, wow. yeah, so very tell me, interesting. Tell me about your experience majoring in communications in college. Um, you know, how was the program? Were you interested in other things other than communications as well? You know, um, I was always, I did dance through school. Okay. Um, I'm, I come from, it's me and my two uh, younger sisters, okay. and we all danced. Um, my third sister, my youngest sister, is actually pretty successful um, a choreographer, and she's a choreographer. She's done things for Lady Gaga and oh, been on some videos oh, she's and serious. things like that. She's serious, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my jazz hands are about all I got, so yeah, right. Jazz hands! So, uh, but it did help me to um, pay for some of my schooling and to do some things that I wanted to do, and um, so going through the communications department at Alabama, I just really loved it, and and I um, actually started um, working at a TV station in Tuscaloosa before I even graduated. Really? Before graduation? Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was very cool. The news director, and uh, Kip Tyner, who I'm still good friends with today, he um, just really, through a mutual friend at Alabama, um, we were connected. And he was like, I'm going to give you a shot. You have a very strong Southern accent. Everyone mm. thought I faked my Southern accent. <laughs> they were like, she can't really be for real. But it was for real. And, um, he, but he just saw something in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that he did. Um, at the time, you know, now you see live trucks everywhere. Mm-hmm. But at the time, they were just now doing, they started doing live remote commercials. Because mm-hmm. they were kind of testing it to see what it was, you know, how it would go. And so he said, I'm going to let you go to this carpet outlet. And I want you to do a a little live commercial for Mm -hmm. GCO Carpet. I don't know what GCO stands (laughs) for. I have no idea. But but I said, okay, I can do that. And I guess... Even with the accent, I guess he thought, okay. So he hired me. I mean, I still thank this man. He hired me as the morning anchor. Yes, Kip Tiger. Morning anchor from the live From the live commercial commercial to morning anchor. And I was like, what? I hadn't even graduated yet. I mean, I'm forever blessed. He's Mm -hmm. still just I mean, he's very active in the Tuscaloosa community, yes. So, um, but he's hired many people that have gone on to do far, really huge things. He can really spot talent, though. He's an excellent, yeah, and Mm -hmm. he he really is. And he's so, I'm so grateful to him because he gave me a shot, so. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So how did you get to Memphis, Amy? So in 1999, um, I was actually in Missouri, Cape Girardeau, and I was trying to get closer to Birmingham to my parents. And so I was sending out resumes everywhere, Mm -hmm. and I had a lot of news directors tell me that I would never work anywhere but the South because I had such a strong Southern accent. So I had kind of resigned myself to that because... when you're in TV, you don't make squat for money. I mean, everybody has this. Radio either. <laughs> Hello? Like, you know, it's, it's so funny because everyone has this preconceived mm-hmm. notion. They think that. That you make boo of money. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I could barely eat 
when I was uh, in my first crazy? job. Fourteen thousand dollars, girl, was what I was making. No, yes, ma'am. No, yes, and and you know you can't work another job. Because you're working four thousand hours a day, yeah, you know. So, um, so anyway, I was just sending out tapes at the time, um, everywhere, mm-hmm. and um, I got a call from Michelle Gores at WREG, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Why don't you come and interview?" I had never been to Memphis, okay, ever. I'd been to Nashville, but I'd never been to Memphis before. So I came to interview with her, and I set up interviews with the news directors at all of the four stations here, and. Um, the news director at Fox told me that he liked my look. He said, you're a decent writer, but your accent is horrible. Oh I would never God. put they you on They are my really air. serious about the accent. Oh, serious. Serious. Okay. And, and so I literally cried. I'm positive because I've always been... I, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't get better as I get older. But um, so uh, I went to um, the news director at WMC. I had a great interview with them, but they didn't have any positions open. Um, I can't remember. I couldn't get in touch with the news director at 24, but um, I went to interview with WREG and she hired me. Wow. And she was like, we want you to start um, next week. We want you to be our weekend morning anchor. And so I packed my stuff from Cape Girardeau. Mm. Um, I was working for KFES there, and they didn't like me because my accent was too. I'm telling this you, this accent—that is like the resounding word. Seriously, I mean, it was crazy. And and so so I moved in. Um, I moved in in. Uh, condo or apartment in Harbortown. Okay. That was a good spot to first get to Memphis. That's right. That's right. And so I started at WREG and um, that's it. What were your thoughts when you first, you know, got familiar with the Memphis area? Like, you know, coming from Missouri at that point. Oh, I am not a Missouri girl. And funny, interestingly enough, Mm-hmm. I married a guy from St. Louis. Really? <laughs> so weird. So stinking weird. How that happened, I mean, I don't, I can't even tell you. Because when I left Missouri, honestly, and my mom was born in Raytown, Missouri. Okay. Um, so I had relatives, uh, not in Cape Girardeau, but I had relatives in the Show Me State. But mm. they just didn't like me. And I mm. didn't like them. I was like, you don't like me. I don't like you. That's it fine. was like that. It was me. Yes. And it snowed there. It was cold as crap. Yeah. It gets pretty it gets <laughs> pretty cold out there in Missouri. Yes. Wow. So I loved Memphis. I mean, it yeah. was great. I loved yeah. um, I loved the music. I love food. I love mm-hmm. the barbecue. I love the um, the soul. Everyone was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that they were not in nice in Missouri. Actually, St. Louis was nicer than where I, I, the people were nicer to me in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Than they were, but it just wasn't a fit. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't a good fit. I learned a lot, a whole lot at that TV station mm-hmm. um, because they, for a long Long time KFES was the number one um, running stage CBS affiliate in that that it was a tri-state area, so they competed mm-hmm. with a TV station in Kentucky and Illinois, right. and they were a number one affiliate for such a long time, mm-hmm. um, just because they, I mean, they ran through a lot of really good people there, mm-hmm. and they taught you a whole lot. Yeah. So I, I I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I, I loved Memphis when I yes. first came here. Yes, and, and you're now a Memphis gal because you have not left. You That's are right. still here. And I thought what was very interesting, Amy, you have been to all of the top news stations yeah, here right. in the city. I don't know anyone else that has worked at all of them. So strange. How was that? How is that possible? I have learned that Leon Griffith, I mean, not Leon Griffith, uh, Les, uh, Les Smith mm-hmm. actually did, because um, Jason, his son, is in yes, uh, radio. Yes. I love, um, but that was made, that was made, uh, I think he might have told me that, but I don't know that it's been done before. And, you know, I didn't even think anything about it until <laughs> my friend from L.A., who's a producer, um, after I left 24 and I was trying to get a job somewhere. I just didn't feel like I was done yet with TV. I felt like I still wanted to do some more, you know. And he, um, my friend Joe Finkel reminded me, he was like, you realize that nobody does what you've done. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, Amy, you have been at three of the stations, in, and this was before Fox even brought me on. Mm -hmm. He said, you've been at three of the stations in Memphis. You've never gotten fired. So you've always left on your own accord. Always left on my own accord. That's great. That's great. And, girl, that's big in this that, business. Yes, that is, because it's so cutthroat, right? Oh, it's so cutthroat. And I remember when I was at WMC, I remember Ron Childers telling me, he was like, Amy Sparopoulos, you hadn't lived until you have been fired on TV. <laughs> and I remember thinking, well, that's really, I really don't want to be fired. Right, who wants to you be know? fired? I mean, who wants to be fired, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, so I really prided myself in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So, yeah, so he, my friend Joe Finkel reminded me of that. And and so when I got the job with Fox, um, it was just a freelance gig because Mm -hmm. it was right around the time COVID was still, um, well, let me back up. COVID happened in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, The station 24, ABC 24, um, we just could not see eye to eye when my contract came okay. came up for renewal. And they, I, I shared a little bit of this with you the other night, but they, um, you know, when you get into TV, it's like you don't, selling things is like the kiss of death. And when I, when they, they came to me about the position for that show, Local Memphis Live, and um, and I had a real long talk with my husband and with Jesus, and okay, I was everybody, everybody, <laughs> because I kind of knew in my heart of hearts because they've always struggled in the ratings, mm-hmm. and I knew in my heart of hearts if I went there, it was probably going to be my last stop. You know, mm-hmm. I just felt that way. Wow, and um, so I just I really wasn't sure if I wanted to do it, but they told me that, you know, this is an opportunity where we're going to feature musicians, we're going to feature artists, we're going to feature community happenings. And I had not been allowed that opportunity for so long. Wow. Because TV just doesn't, local TV just doesn't, they don't have the time capacity to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I was like, okay. Like, this is different. (laughs) Right. Right. And that was before Bluff City. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only in fact, the only game in town that did that at the time was Live at Nine. Okay, that was it. And they I'm really good friends with Alex and Mary Beth. And they Mm -hmm. had even told me we're not doing community stuff anymore. We're going to do more news. So um, so when I joined um, in 15, it was um, they they wanted to do community, but he wanted the general manager wanted to make money, mm-hmm. so he he said we're going to do some pay for play, and I was like, uh. Uh. 
Yes. I was like, uh, okay. And, you know, you can't argue. You've signed a contract You've already now. signed the contract. Okay. So it went from some pay to play, pay to play, to a little more pay to play, mm-hmm. to a little more pay to play. Then we we just paying and playing. That's what we're doing now. Right. And so that pissed you off, Amy. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it infuriated me because yes. I was like, this is crap. This mm-hmm. is crap, you know, and and meanwhile, there were there was a lot of, you know, and there is with every business, but there was a lot of infighting mm-hmm. with a lot of people. I had never and this sounds crazy, but I think being in this business, you will understand what I'm saying. I had never worked for a station that the morale was so crappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like they were the dog in town. They knew they were the dog in town, and nobody wanted to try to get better. That's that was horrible. the morale. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And, yeah. and and so, and to make things even more complex, my husband was at the Commercial Appeal at the time, and they were about to fold. So mm-hmm. the general manager at 24 came to me and said, I hear your husband used to do TV, because we actually met at Channel 3. He did marketing and sales. Would he be interested in the director of sales position here? And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't want my hubby nowhere around here. <laughs> well, I was like, been there, done that, not wanting to do it again. And wow. It but, got to that point. Right. Wow. So they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. So now we were, he was basically my boss mm-hmm. at the station where nobody is happy. Sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's like let's let's do crappy, and and nobody wants to get better. And I'm just mm-hmm. not used to doing that at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I'm 49, um, and I don't know if that makes a difference. But my mother just never instilled that in me. I mean, she yeah. always told me that you do your best, you dress for the you dress for the job you want, mm-hmm. you you know you. That's just what it is. Right. Wow, that is interesting to me. And, you know, you're a woman, you're a mother. I want you to kind of talk to the verbally effective audience about some of the misconceptions probably around, you know, just being on television and having to juggle and balance, having a family. How do you do it? It's very hard. Because you have some beautiful girls. You have some beautiful girls. So, you know, did they work with you? Oh, my gosh. So You sound like you have horror stories. Girl, so (laughs) when I was at Channel 3, um, I was pregnant with my first daughter. And the news director asked me at nine and a half months pregnant if I could go up in the chopper and do a story. No. I promise. I had to get a note. For my OB saying that I could not travel 20 minutes outside the city because my my water may break. Like, seriously. I promise you. They I wanted promise you to get you. in the chopper at nine and a half months. No. I remember I was pregnant with one of my kids, and we, um, you know, you never know what you're going to be doing. And this house was busted. It was a meth house. And... Um, <laughs> You already know where I'm going. So all of the hazmat crews put on hazmat suits to go in. And my news director was like, I did a live shot. And he was like, why are you not in there? No. I was like, I'm with child, probably not safe. He was like, I really don't care. If they let people in, you need to go in. No. See, (laughs) see, see, they, they want anything for the story. Oh. And, and it has gotten more like that mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just, it, it, it's ridiculous. And I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was like, you know, in the business, 
she was like, you know, we do all these stories about standing up for the rights of this person and this person and this person. Who is standing up for us? Okay. And I was like, nobody. That's true. Because you get treated like a dog. Mm-hmm. You don't make much money. Um, I, n- on numerous occasions, I've had news directors tell me that I don't need to wear bright colors because I'm already loud personality and it mm. just makes me look louder. No. Yes. I've had them say... Things about my ears, my hair, my weight. Mm. I mean, across the board. And, and, you know, that business is so glorified. People people look at you on TV and they're like, oh, that's the life. You know, (laughs) they're celebrities and blah, blah, blah. But you know the real deal. Right, because you get it not (laughs) only from your boss Mm -hmm. and your colleagues. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I have some very good friends that Mm -hmm. are still in the business. Very good women that Mm -hmm. you and I both know. And and good men. Mm -hmm. But there are some people out there, you know, the the higher you climb up the ladder. The more strict. Yes. And the more people want your job. Mm, Competitive. Competitive. I mean, I used to kind of jokingly, although it's true, say, look, there's about 20 girls outside the door, maybe 30, that are younger, cuter, and cheaper. Mm. And it's so true. Mm -hmm. And they don't have kids. They don't have a husband. Mm -hmm. They will go wherever. They will do. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You know? And and so, um, I mean, it's just, it got to a point because I, uh, uh, 27, so I was with Fox for a year and um, they offered me a position and I was going to take it, but it was very early mornings. Mm -hmm. It was, the money was terrible. Mm. And... Even after all these years in the game, they still trying to offer you trash, money, and everything. Like, how dare they? And when I begged for a certain amount that I thought was decently fair, and I'll just tell you, it's under 50000 Yeah. I was told, we just can't do that. That's amazing, Amy. Like, I'm sure you have opened the eyes of a lot of people right now <laughs> on this business. And I'm not naming names, so I don't right. feel bad about but, it. But that is, I've, I've heard some of the stories from other, right. you know, TV news personalities. Yeah. Like, it, it's really, it's horrible. And in addition to that, Ina, the crazy thing is in addition to that, you have people watching that feel like they will they can tell you anything Mm. i mean i was in a store one time with my girls and oh the public oh yeah (laughs) what happened yeah so i was in the store this wasn't too long ago actually i was in the store with all my girls and usually especially with wearing masks people don't recognize but they'll recognize my voice Mm -hmm. so this lady was like she kept staring at me, and I was like, oh, and usually, I used to just say, oh, yeah, it's church or the gym or whatever. And my husband was like, just say it's TV, Amy, because that's where it is. <laughs> so I, so she was like, where do I know you from? And I said, probably TV. And she was like, I do, girl. You are so, You are just too happy. No, too happy. Who's too happy? What's wrong with happy? And this was when I was doing early mornings at Fox. I was mm. like, I'm too happy. Wow. And you know what I said? I said, actually, that's one that I've never heard before. 
Wow. I mean, that's all I could say. I've heard you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're yeah. whatever. I've I've been told to get this procedure. Apparently, there's some procedure you can get to pin your ears back because mine no. look like Dumbo. I'm glad yeah. you didn't listen, Amy. Oh. I'm glad because it seems like you know with all of those opinions, it could do a number on your confidence. Oh, and you know what? It 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 did. I, I think, but I. I'm a very spiritual person. Yes, I, I I see, and and I can feel that from you. Yeah. So so God held you strong. He did. Yes. Because I had to constantly be reminded that I was worth more. Yes, definitely. And even more that I would be okay even if I wasn't Amy Sparopoulos on TV. Okay, 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 okay. And that was a big one for me. Yes. Because I had... I had done TV for so long, I felt like I had no identity, mm-hmm. and I was only Amy Sparopoulos from the TV, and I have a lot of really godly, strong, wonderful women that reminded me, you're still a beautiful person, even if you're not on TV. I love it. You are. You know? Yeah. So, but it's hard yeah. when, you know, and, and you got it from all directions. Yeah. So. But that leads me to this question. You now have a new gig. I have and, a new gig. And, and, and I, I want you to tell us all about it because so you seem really excited about this. Girl, it's a change, right? It is a complete change. Okay. And so, so, but this, you know, I I don't believe in any accidents. And um, several years ago when I was at WMC, um, there was a producer there named Erica Kane, and um, she did some stuff with Girl 24 and some other things. She's done a whole bunch of stuff. She's uber talented. Um, But I had had her on my show a few times, and um, little did I know that she was the marketing and uh, admissions director at New Hope Christian Academy. I didn't know anything about New Hope Christian Academy. All I knew is that I love kids, Mm -hmm. um, and I love to help people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really have a heart to help people, Um, and particularly people that um, have struggled for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. If they've struggled with addiction, that's part of my story, too. Um, Okay. To God be the glory, I I will be celebrate eight years sobriety in March. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you dealt with that while you were on news. So I dealt with that while I was on the news. I didn't know that, Amy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was... It was, yeah. And, but I, I, I'm, I'm quick to say that the news business is not what took me down that path. My okay. father died at 55. Um, you know, I've always had a very um, strong personality. I'm mm-hmm. either eating bad or I'm eating good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I didn't obviously start out being an alcoholic, but it just quickly led to blackout drinking or black drinking and blacking out. And yeah. so, but anyway, so I'm grateful for that. But yes. I've always had a heart to help people. And um, just particularly um, children who, you know, for whatever reason, um, grow up in, in a whatever sort of environment where they can't seem to get out of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that those are the children that go to New Hope at all, but I just, I have a real passion for that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I believe God always can see far better than we can see. Mm-hmm. So when I was, um, I had been at Fox for a year and I was really to the point, honestly, because they were having me do really early mornings and I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, my husband was like, I can't, I can't be a single dad with these kids. Mm-hmm. You just can't. And, it, and you know, it's far different doing that. Well, you don't know, but it's far different doing that schedule when you're in your late forties than yeah. it is when you're in your early twenties. Yeah. It's the big difference. Woo! <laughs> 
so, I mean, like faking it until I made it. I was like, I can't fake it until I make it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. tired at six. Tired, <laughs> tired. Y'all heard that she was tired. I was tired. So, um, so I applied for a marketing job there, and. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone rings, and weirdly enough, I normally do not answer my phone if I don't rec- if Me the number neither. at all. But you answered it, girl. <laughs> I answered it, and she, and this she goes, Amy Sproples, this is Erica Kane. Are you really applying for a job at our school? And I almost fell out. I was like, Yes. She said, I know you don't want to get out of TV, and I was like, Girl, seriously? She said. Well, I'd love to talk to you about that, but we're, it was um, the beginning of July. She said, I'm on vacation starting tomorrow for the next two weeks. I said, I can come now. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You probably was hired on the spot. I, well, I, it was confident. I was pretty mm-hmm. confident when I left. Okay. So I went right after my shift at Fox. Okay. She gave me a tour of the school. She said, we've been in existence for 25 years. We start at um, three years old and we mm-hmm. go to sixth grade. Um, you know, we've been at the best kept secret in Frazier, but we're really mm-hmm. wanting to get our word out there and expand our enrollment. And, um, you know, it's a private Christian school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have chapel on Fridays. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. Girl, girl, I called my husband and I said, look, he said, take it. Wow. <laughs> and, and you've been there how long now? Uh, so let's see. That was July, August, September, October, November, four months. And you love it. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely love it. You look so happy. I, uh, like you look genuinely happy. Girl, thank you. Yes. I, I absolutely. I mean, I can't even tell you like every moment. I mean, these little kids come up to me. Miss A. Miss Amy, I'm like, can I just take you all home? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. I mean, they're just darling, mm-hmm. and it's just what they're doing is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible the amount of families they have helped. Um, the the I mean, they're leading these little ones to Jesus. Yes. How can you go wrong with Especially that? Especially in a time and place where we are now, you know, right? What's going on? Right. In the world. In the world. Yeah. And I mean, these little kids. I mean, they can quote Bible. Bible scripture, they can, you know, and they're just, it's just like, these are, these are the people that hopefully one day will be really making mm-hmm. a difference in Memphis, you they know, will. and, and it's so cool because some of their alumni, they brought back mm-hmm. to work at the school because they believe in the mission that much. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just great. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you found a good change, something that you, you love, something that you can grow with and help other people with. Thank you. Because I can tell you, you know, have a strong sense of community and want to give back. So. I love it. And see, honestly, Ina, in all those years in TV, you know, you work so hard, you don't have an opportunity to get involved very often at right. all. So mm-hmm. that is, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for when 24 op- offered me that opportunity because I was there for six years yeah. because it gave me an opportunity to really really get involved in a lot of organizations mm-hmm. that I would not have an opportunity to have been involved in otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, you know, nobody goes into TV thinking they're going to have their own show. Mm-hmm. And God gave me that opportunity for six years. So yes. I'm forever blessed for yes. that. He ordered your steps. He Everything led girl. you right here. 
right here to sit in with me on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Oh my gosh, and, and, and such a joy! Yes, you are indeed. I wish I had more time, Amy. I know I'm just to talk Kate. with you. I love you. You are You're so awesome. a light. You Thank definitely you. are, and Thank I'm so you. thankful that you joined me today Thank on the Verbally you. Effective Podcast. How can everybody? Follow your journey, your new journey. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm on um, I, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. I have two Facebook accounts. In fact, Amy Spears Sparopoulos and Amy Sparopoulos. Um, I'm even on TikTok, 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 dancing. She TikTok. on TikTok, dancing. Oh yes, honey, y'all. I'm on TikTok and Snapchat. <laughs> Doing all them new moves. That's doing what she all doing. the new moves. Yes. Now, granted, I did go on TikTok and Snapchat just to keep up with my kids, but I'm still on there nonetheless. You might go viral, Amy, because you know you did that in news when when that dance well, came out. Well, that's right. Y'all we did, did the little dance. Yes. Yeah, we did the It dance. went viral. And it did go viral. That's right. I mean, I do have some of those dance moves, but yes. you know. Amy Sparopoulos. Spell your name for everyone so yes. they can follow you right now. Okay, so it's Amy, A-M-Y, and it's S-P-E-R-O-P-O-U-L-O-S. Yes. Amy Sparopoulos. Yes. Love it. Well, I yes. have definitely enjoyed you today. I wish you, you are nothing precious, but the best. Thank, Thank you so you. much. I'm so glad I met you. I, I, yes. Straight God thing. <laughs> yes. Straight God thing, girl. Straight God thing. Absolutely. I love it. That's going to be the title of this podcast, Straight God thing. That's that's the title. <laughs> I love yes, it. Yes, yes. Amy Sparopoulos, award-winning journalist. Now she's giving back to the community over there at New Hope Christian Academy. Thank you all for tuning in yet again for another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast.